Mount Olive Lutheran Church, located at 2170 Havasupai Boulevard, Lake Havasu City, Arizona, brings you this weekly radio program, Winds Through the Olive Trees. This program was recorded at our previous week's church service. We are an affiliate congregation of the ELCA Churches in America. At Mount Olive, we serve Christ by welcoming all growing in Christ and sharing God's love. Listen now as Pastor Craig Corbin brings you the message. Good morning. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Our Holy Gospel today is from the 8th chapter of Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. He said, Get behind me, Satan. For you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. And then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world, yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes into his Father's glory with the holy angels. The Gospel of our Lord. Please join me in invoking the Holy Spirit today in our time of meditation together. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit instructs the hearts of the faithful, that by the same Holy Spirit we may be made truly and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. Perhaps a prayer that we should pray every day of our lives. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. That's a daily prayer. Part of the way that we remember that baptismal covenant with, you know me, I'm, I'm really big into baptism, folks. You're, you, you, get, you get baptism overload with me. And boy, do we need it. We need to be created anew every day. We need to see this beautiful creation that we have before us. We need, and we need to ask for it to be renewed, that the face of the earth might be renewed. We have these oh-so-familiar words from Jesus again today. Words that we've heard how many times? How many times have we heard the words, if anyone wants to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. 
probably some of the most hard, hardest words for us to hear. Some of the hardest words for us to even understand what they mean. Take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow me. 21st century Christians who live in the richest country in the world. And we want to deny ourselves and take up our cross and follow Jesus? Give up all this comfort that we have in our lives? What do you hear when you listen to Jesus' call to deny yourself and pick up your cross and follow you as 21st century Christians who live in just absolute comfort? We got all the beautiful cars that we want, air conditioning, heated seats. We got houses with all modern amenities. Life is at our fingertips. Take up your cross and follow me. The question I have is, is this a one-time response or is it something that we do and are we being asked to do this day in and day out? Day in and day out. Well, I'm pretty sure that the answer is obvious. This is a call from Jesus every day of our life. Now, as Lutheran Christians get into the theological aspect of all this for a moment, as Lutheran Christians, we are sacramental Christians. We live daily into this baptismal covenant relationship, at least I do. Every single day I tell myself I'm a baptized child of God. I've been sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. It's just who I am. It tells me who I am and whose I am. It's part of this whole idea of creating me a clean heart. Renew, send forth your spirit, and I shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Every day, in Luther's small catechism, we have the explanation of baptism. And one of the passages that Luther quotes in the explanation of the baptism comes from Titus chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, to remind us of how it is that we are, how we have this washing of rebirth and we have this renewal each and every day. It says that Jesus saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Jesus saved us because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously. You hear that word generously? That it's poured out upon us generously through Jesus our Savior. So that having been justified, as the Apostle Paul was talking today in our letter, letter so that we have been justified by his grace, that we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. And then Martin Luther goes on in his explanation of the baptism, and he says, he asks the question, what does baptism mean for daily living? Did you hear that? Daily living. Not yearly living, not monthly living. Daily living. It means that our sinful self, with all of our evil deeds and desires, should be drowned through daily repentance. Well, that doesn't sound very fun. We're supposed to drown ourselves every day in daily repentance. Think about that one for a minute. 
What does that even mean? And that day after day, a new self should arise to live with God in righteousness and purity forever. And all of that's only made possible because of what Jesus has done for us. Because if it was left up to us, we, would, we wouldn't even come close to hitting the mark. You know, one of the things that I do with our confirmation class is uh, we talk about sin, and we talk about missing the mark. And I can tell you that probably, I'm guessing, 90% of the time we miss the mark. And what I do as an example for that is I put a, I put a, a one-gallon ice cream bucket or a five-quart ice cream bucket over there, and then I give them these little cloth cotton balls, and I have them throw and I'm saying, hit the mark. And no matter how hard they try, six feet away, they miss the mark 90% of the time. That's kind of how we are as Christians. As people, we miss the mark more often than not. We hit the mark less often. And yet, because of what Jesus does for us, by justifying us and by saving us, it gives us another opportunity every single day, even though we keep missing the mark, Martin Luther says that we are to drown through daily repentance and do away with all those evil deeds and desires. We're to drown that off in daily repentance. Every day is another opportunity for a new self to arise and to be with God. Every day is another opportunity to affirm, as the book of Titus affirms, that Jesus saves us, not because of righteous things that we've done, because we know that we can't do righteous things 90% of the time, but it's because of his mercy that we are justified by his grace. And because of that affirmation, day after day, day after day, a new self can arise to live with God in righteousness. And probably not just day after day. It might even be even more often than that. It might be hour after hour. Because we probably screwed up an hour ago. You know? When we hear this call from Jesus to take up our cross and to follow him, I think we sometimes find that sort of hard to grasp or hard to put a finger on what it means for us. I don't know. Have you got it figured out? You got it figured out? Take up your cross and follow me. Come on. Expound on me. Expound on it. You got it figured out, right? I don't. Well, I have found some passages in Scripture that help me. And I'll say help me. I don't know if they're going to help you, but they help me. They help me in my understanding of what that could mean for my daily baptismal walk. Or as someone has once coined the phrase, as I think about my daily, I, I refer to it as my daily baptismal walk. And as someone else has once coined the phrase, what does it mean to, for us to walk wet? I don't know who coined that phrase, but I love it. It's another, another image for us to put into the back of our mind that that's what we do as Christians, is that we walk around this planet, we walk around this community, we walk around the world, in which we live and thrive and have our being, and we're wet. We're wet with baptism. In Philippians 2, 5 through 8, the Apostle Paul wrote, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. Let's think about that. 
Do we really know what the mind of Christ is? Who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, but rather he made himself nothing. Jesus made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. That's one of those passages that helps me get an understanding of what it means for me to pick up my cross and to follow. And what I'm hearing in that passage that helps me is it's, it's, it's reminding me that I'm, I'm to think about and I'm to consider what the mindset of Jesus is. And then I'm supposed to take on this nature of a servant and to live with a spirit of humility and humbleness. Not always easy to do. Probably only live that about 5% of the time. Maybe 10% if I'm lucky. Another passage that I find helpful is 2 Corinthians 4, verses 5 through 6. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ, as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Christ's sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts. Made Jesus, God made Christ's light shine in our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. In other words, at least what I'm hearing that passage say for me is that it's not about me, it's not about you, it's not about us. It's about Jesus and it's about living with a servant heart and a servant attitude. And another one of those images, I'm, I'm giving you lots of things to think about here today. Mind of Christ, I don't know, think about that. Another one of the things I want you to think a little bit about is, what, what does it mean to have the light of Jesus shining in your heart? What does that mean? Do you, who, who, who are the, I, I want you to think about some of the people that you've met in your life who exude that light of Jesus shining. You've you, you got to know some of those people, don't you? Or if you, if, just take some time and think about that. Who are some of those people in your life where the light of Jesus is shining? Third passage that I find helpful is Jesus' own words from the 20th chapter of Matthew, verses 26 to 28. He says, Not so with you. He says, Whoever wants to become great amongst you must be your servant, and whomever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. What I hear Jesus saying to each and every one of us is that just as Jesus came to serve, so are we to take on that same servant heart and same servant attitude. Of course, now let's talk a little bit about reality. One of the, commentator, one of the commentary writers that I find helpful is a pastor, Janet Hunt. Oh, good! I didn't mention Deb Thomas! Oh, there, I just did. Ah, somebody new! Pastor Janet Hunt. She reflects on this daily call to take up our cross and to follow, and she admits that it's not a perfect daily walk. She also reminds us that as part of our human condition, that's you and me, we have a human condition, you know what our human condition is? Well, let me tell you. It's flawed and it's imperfect. That's our human condition. 
And she reflects upon this daily call to take up our cross and follow, and she writes, I just, I, I, I love it. It's, it's, it's so simple. She says, like all of us, she says, we're faithful in some ways and on some days. And on the other hand, we're not faithful in other ways on other days. Do you get what she's saying? Just kind of makes sense, doesn't it? You know, we're not, we're, we're like, we're faithful in some ways on some days, and on the other hand, we're not faithful in other ways on other days. I, I, I appreciate her candor and her honesty and her reflection here, where she goes on and she says, my own history of picking up my cross and following after Jesus is spotty. My own history of picking up my cross and following after Jesus is spotty. It's kind of like that bucket over there, and I keep trying to hit it with my little cotton balls here, but I only keep hitting it about maybe 5% of the time. Pretty spotty. And the reason why it's pretty spotty, she says, is because she says, I'm embroiled in sin and brokenness of my own making. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Are you? Boy, are we embroiled in our own sin of our own making. And, you know, by the way, I probably shouldn't bring it up, but I was kind of ticked off a little bit on Wednesday night. You know one of the places where we really embroil ourselves in sin and brokenness is with this, with this thing right here, with this thing that's inside of our... That thing. That is the one thing that causes between what our head says and what comes out of here, that is one of the things that embroils us in sin and brokenness the most of anything else in the world. It's what our head says to this that comes out, and it comes out too darn fast, too often. And so one of the things I challenged people on Wednesday night is that the next time you plan on having something come out of this mouth and it's meant to be hurtful, and it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to damage somebody, I want your brain to somehow say, stop, count to five, one, two, three, four, five. I don't think I'll say that. I could say more. I could say more. Read the passage in James about the tongue. Go back and read it. Okay, we'll get back to Pastor Janet here. Let's get back to Janet. My own history of picking up my cross and following after Jesus is spotty. She says, I'm embroiled in sin and brokenness of my own making, yeah, right here, and in sin and brokenness that I have inherited. And that will not change, she says, because we are all by nature sinful and unclean. But in a spirit of hopefulness and defiance, she further writes, she says, but to let that sin and brokenness, but to let that sin and brokenness stop me, to let that sin and brokenness stop us from attempting to do it differently today is to give in to that sin and that brokenness. And she says, we will never do it perfectly, but that must not and that cannot stop us from doing it at all as we attempt to follow the one, Jesus, the one who did, it should not stop us from doing it at all as we attempt to follow the one who did, who picked up his cross and suffered and died for us all. 
Every day is another opportunity for a new self to arise to live with God. Every day is another opportunity for us to affirm, as the book of Titus affirms, that Jesus is the one that has saved us, but it's not because of anything that you and I have done, but it's because of his mercy and that we are justified by his grace and his mercy. And because of that affirmation, we then can, day after day after day, a new self can arise to live with God in righteousness. But it's only, we can only live in righteousness because of how Jesus bestows his grace and his mercy upon us. That's the only way. To take up our cross and follow Jesus daily is to live in the confidence that Jesus is right here. Jesus is right here walking alongside of you and me right now. And that might be another one of those good reasons why you might want to think twice about what comes out of this thing right here. Because some of the stuff that you say that comes out of this mouth, would you want Jesus to hear you say that? The next time you decide you're going to be in anger or frustration, you're going to say something hurtful to somebody or degrade somebody or whatever it is that you do that's going to hurt somebody with the words that come out of your mouth. I want you to think about the fact that Jesus is standing right next to you. To take up our cross and follow Jesus is to live in the confidence that Jesus is walking here, right here. One day at a time, every day blessing us with his mercy and his grace and helping us to shine helping us to shine with the light of Christ in our hearts what does that mean for you what does that mean for you to shine with the light of Christ in your heart take on this servant attitude and servant heart and let me remind you of one other thing yeah i got time i want to remind you of the commandment that Jesus shared with his disciples before he took his walk to the cross he says, I'm going to give you a new commandment. He says, love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your, your, law, your, your love for one another will prove, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. There's a Lenten devotional book that's called The Road Back to God, and the author writes, one cannot be truly satisfied with a faith that does not become active in works of love. One cannot be truly satisfied with a faith that does not become active in works of love. For works of love are the witness, they are the evidence that faith is really alive. Think about that one for a minute or two. Maybe, maybe think about that a whole lot longer than a minute or two. One cannot be truly satisfied with a faith that does not become active in works of love. For works of love are the witness, the evidence that faith is really alive. And that's why you and I keep showing up here every week. It's one of the reasons why we remind ourselves every day that we're saved by grace through faith because Luther said we have to because we keep forgetting. And it's not by anything that we've done, but it is by the sheer grace and mercy of God in Christ that we can walk wet. Think about that. I'm giving you lots of things to think about today. Walk wet in that love, in that grace, and that mercy of Jesus, and we follow. We take up our cross and follow. We take on servant hearts and servant attitudes. The heart and servant attitude of Christ our Lord. And we work and we attempt to the best of our abilities, even though we know we're going to miss the mark. 
We attempt each day to love one another as Christ has loved us. And it is not going to be a perfect walk. It is not even going to be close to being a perfect walk. And we will stumble with that cross that you and I are carrying. And we will fall. I can guarantee you that. We will fall. But by the love and grace of Christ, Jesus is right here, right here, next, right beside us. And Jesus, every time we fall, Jesus is there to pick us up and say, come on, let's keep going. Because I want to see a new self that can arise each day with the opportunity to live with God in righteousness. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And receive the prayers of our hearts as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace and tell what God has done. Thanks be to God. We hope that you've been enriched by this broadcast. We invite you to come and join us. Our worship times are Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday morning at 8 and 10 a.m. Youth join us weekly for Sunday school during the 10 a.m. hour. And on the third Sunday of the month, the youth lead the 10 a.m. worship. Visit our website at mtolc.com or call us at 928-855-2299. Our worship is ended. Let your service begin.